Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hello and welcome to the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined alongside Ryan today as we break down the five-game main slate on DraftKings, which starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the FanDuel main slate, which is a four, excuse me, a five-gamer that starts at 7 p.m. So we're going to go position by position like we always do, but uh, before we get going, uh, Ryan, how you doing? How was tonight for you? I'm doing well, besides Luca letting me down, but it is what it is. When it still lets you down like he did, and only putting up 24 fantasy points with that price tag, when guys like KD and Giannis obliterated their uh, their salary, makes it tough. But on to uh, New Year's Eve we go. Yeah. Who's excited to have 2020 done? Everybody? Cool. Awesome. So we're going to continue on. Uh, we're going to get jump- We're gonna get going right into the uh, New Year's Eve slate. Hopefully, uh, we can all have a, a profitable, fun, happy final day of this glorious year. So... Uh, on DraftKings, looking up at the top range at point guard, we have James Harden, who's got a point guard eligibility, but we'll talk about him more on sh- at shooting guard. Uh, ben Simmons, point guard eligibility in that Philly and Orlando game. Uh, he sits at 9,200, so he'd be at the upper range. And Shai Gilgis-Alexander, who's going to have shooting guard eligibility on FanDuel, but at, on DraftKings, he's 8,100 there on the top range. Going over to FanDuel, the top range of point guards begins with uh, Kyle Lowry at 8,000 going down to 7,900 De'Aaron Fox, Chris Paul at 7,300, and then John Wall making his Rockets debut along with DeMarcus Cousins and Eric Gordon after a seven-day isolation period. So uh, can you talk to me a little bit about this upper range on on DraftKings and FanDuel? Yeah, the upper range, you uh, ironed it out pretty well. Uh, to me, I, I prefer De'Aaron Fox quite a bit. I like that 7,900 price tag. And uh, he's one of those guys who's running into form in his career right now. Played really well against Denver last time out, put up 48 fantasy points. I don't mind that at all. I'm willing to go back straight back to Shea Gilgis Alexander. I know he was kind of disappointing. Uh, just put up 40 fantasy points with that price tag, but his upside is going to be there. There's going to be games where he puts up over 50 fantasy points. I just want to be on Shea when that happens. And against New Orleans, that can easily happen. We just saw what Phoenix did to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Shea could do that pretty, uh, by himself pretty well. We'll see. Uh, maybe the defensive matchup might be tough if Lonzo decides to pick him up, but that's my only concern with Shea is that Lonzo matchup, uh, especially on DK, because um, you're allowed to play Orlando and Philly uh, players over there. I like Markel Fultz, 6,300. That's not a uh, that's a fine price tag. I like 7,200 Fred Van Vliet, and uh, in the in the same matchup, I like Alfred Payton right now. That's kind of what stands out to me. I don't want to get burned by Eric Bledsoe yet again, but he makes for an exceptional GPP play just because of that same reason. Uh, 
That's yeah. what stands out to me in point guard. Is there anyone else you like, Eric, uh, as we take a look at things right now? Yeah, Lonzo Ball kind of sticks out to me over on, on FanDuel specifically. Uh, he's 6,800. I'm not sure what the ownership will be, so I'll take a look at that in the morning. But on FanDuel, he definitely is somebody who has a lot of uh, blocks and steals upside. We saw a five-steal game from him against San Antonio two games ago. So uh, so he's somebody that can accumulate those three points for for. Uh, blocks and steals quite a bit over there. So got some interest on him there. Uh, 6,500 is the better price tag over on DraftKings, but uh, I, I definitely like maybe getting my exposure on, on FanDuel there just because of those defensive stats. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, as an Iowa State alum, I got to plug him for a second, uh, has looked fantastic the last two out. He's got point guard eligibility on, on DraftKings, so that's somebody that you can take a look at. He has been shooting pretty well from three. He's gone three for four from three the last two games, so maybe he's he's spiking a little bit uh, of a of a ceiling for what his price tag was before, but at 4,900, he still has upside, I think, for 35, 40 DraftKings points. Uh, anybody else that you're kind of considering at all in the point guard position or ready to move on? Yeah, on his shooting guard position, we go. I like Buddy Hill quite a bit uh, at Fando especially. $5,400 price tag. You can get bit by Eric Bledsoe again at 4800 at shooting guard. It's tough for me to go to 11500 Harden, especially on FanDuel when he has to be playing around two former All-NBA players, two former All-Stars, and Wallen Cousins. And it's going to be interesting how they all fit together. If you were to tell me in 2017 that John Wall, James Harden, and DeMarcus Cousins are all playing together, I'm going to be like, that team's going to be favored to win a championship crazy how much can change in three and a half years but injuries can do that to you in the nba but eleven thousand five hundred Harden makes for a exciting gpv play because we just know what the upside is there josh hart's at 4400 uh stan van gindy likes to limit that rotation to eight nine players and he's gonna play uh, potentially high 20 minutes and low 30 minutes uh, for new orleans you can go to sga over there on fanduel at 8400 that's what kind of sticks out to me on FanDuel. Any drafting prices that you like so far? Yeah, uh, we're seeing a couple of these guys at Oklahoma City. Hamadou Diallo was pretty popular last slate, and I believe he was in the in the winning GPP in the made iteration, like the fifteen or the twenty dollar there. So he's he's seen a little bit of a price bump to forty three hundred. I'm not so interested in it over there, but he's got a thirty nine hundred dollar price tag over on FanDuel. So he makes for a pretty darn decent punt option. He's probably as low as I'm looking at on that slate. Uh, Reggie Bullocks is at thirty six hundred on FanDuel, but still not looking at going down there uh, because you do have. The upside of James Harden at the at the position, Shai Gilgis Alexander against New Orleans is going to be one of my favorite runbacks of the day. And uh, Devin Booker, seventy five hundred. That tag is just not coming up. Uh, neither is the production though so far, but uh, definitely still too low of a price tag over there. And eighty six hundred on DraftKings for him. Uh, I I could see taking some shots there still. Uh, it's not the ninety three hundred number that we saw uh, two games ago. So or sorry, uh, last game. So uh, is there anybody else that you're looking at there, or should we move on? I like uh, potentially buying low on uh, Van Vliet and Donovan Mitchell coming at 7200 and 7600 respectively. I like those two price tags. I expect them those price tags to go up in the near future. They've kind of started off slow, Donovan Mitchell especially. So against, in, against Phoenix, I don't mind uh, Mitchell against Phoenix. He's playing the minutes. He's not in foul trouble. It's just a matter of time those shots to fall. He's taken 23 shots in back-to-back games. Uh, it's just a matter of time for Mitchell to have a breakout game. Uh, additional, keep an eye on the Alec Burke situation. He did hurt that ankle. I do expect him to miss tomorrow again. So keep an eye on that New York Knicks rotation. 
I don't mind JJ Reddick if you want in GPPs at 3,700. I know um, it's a, it's a purely a GPP play. If he gets mid 20 minutes, he can hit five to six three pointers and he can get you there. That's purely a GPP play, but a safe play in, uh, in the Orlando Philly game, which you can only roster on DK, is probably Evan Fournier coming at 5,500. But I'm feel free to move on to the small forward position. Yeah, I love that. I love taking shots on guys on five-game slates or shorter slates that have shooting upside that can definitely spike a five, six, seven, three-point upside. So J.J. Redick, love that. Evan Fournier, love that too. So before we go on to small forward, I just want to talk to you for a second about the promo that we're running right now for 2021. Uh, It's $20 for 21 days of Osmo Platinum. Uh, That is pretty unbelievable offer that we have going uh, coming off of our popular one dollar caruso offer but for twenty dollars now you get every sport so mma uh, nhl's coming up uh football we're getting ready for week 17 which is bonkers and into the first two weeks of the playoffs so three weeks so 21 days of awesome platinum for just twenty dollars use the promo code 2021 as in the year that we're all looking forward to so uh but now that we got that going uh small forward over on DraftKings, Ben Simmons has the small forward eligibility. He's in that Philly-Orlando game that's only available on the main slate of DraftKings. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 8K, you know that I'm always going there over on DraftKings. He saw a spike, though, to 9,400 on FanDuel, which is so hurtful to me. Doesn't make me happy at all because I love jamming that guy in. And despite the blowout last game, uh, I still have some interest there at that tag, uh, which is absurd. But there's really nothing else at the small forward position. Uh, there's a big jump from 9,400 to 6,500 down to OG and Anobi, who had a massive game last time out. So what really looks great to you on this upper edge at small forward? And uh, we'll work our way down. Yeah, and the higher uh, higher tier price uh, small forward players on FanDuel, Ingram 9,400, I know that price tag's expensive, but he does have 50-point fantasy upside on small forward. Sometimes they're all points is what you need in a place where we usually look for value on FanDuel. You can consider a 6,200 RJ Barrett. He is playing better this year. He's um, shooting with better efficiency, getting more rebounds. So I like that 6,200 price tag on uh, FanDuel for RJ Barrett. Other options to consider, you can go all the way down to Norman Powell if you're looking for value uh, at 3,800. OG and Anobi, 6,500. That's Probably the most expensive I've seen OG in a while, but he's been playing pretty well. So you're going to like uh, OG expanding his game this year, taking it to another level. He put up 47 fantasy points last time out. So consider that an option as well. And then as gross as it sounds, if you're looking for real value, Kevin Knox, just because Kevin Knox expected to play around 20 minutes with the injuries in New York, um, 3,600. I know it's gross. GPPs only, but that's a cheap price tag where you're trying to sometimes look for value to jam and studs in other positions. On DraftKings, uh, the small forward position, you could look at OG once again, uh, potentially paying 8K only for Brandon Ingram. I, I'm, I know you're grinning looking at that uh, DraftKings price tag. Uh, other options, you can go to a another one. You can go to Darius uh, Aisley in OKC at 5,700 because I, I feel pretty confident with the minutes over there. Josh Hart's at 4,600. Those are some uh, people who stand out to me right now. But Brandon Ingram definitely stands out to me on DK. Is Ingram currently your favorite player on DK right now looking at this pricing? Yes. Uh, I will just say flat out yes. If I if you don't see me near lock button on Brandon Ingram, I was kidnapped and there's a problem, so please come save me. I absolutely love that price tag on him. I love the upside against OKC in a game that I think should stay pretty darn close. 
so so I'm looking at jamming it as much as possible uh, over on DraftKings and kind of living with whatever the result ends up being there. Uh, as I'm looking down in this mid-range too, you've got Dort, who's been playing big minutes in OKC. He's 3,100 over on DraftKings. Uh, looking at his last game out, didn't necessarily have the the outings that he was having previously, but somebody that I still got a lot of interest in uh, on draft or on FanDuel, he can still pick up some of those defensive stats. But I believe he has shooting guard eligibility over there. Yeah, he's fifty six hundred on FanDuel, so uh, DraftKings specific there at small forward. And then yeah, the Josh Hart call is fantastic too. Uh, just got engaged, even though <laughs> New Orleans just had their blowout. Uh, he has the engaged narrative. If you're narrative based, uh, he had a good thing happen to him in 2020. So I like to I like to invest in those people. Uh, no, I don't. That's not what I'm getting at. But anywho, we'll uh, we'll move on to power forward. Is that good by you? Yeah, power forward is ex- <laughs> another exciting position as well. Oh, it's late. I'm starting to get a little bit loopy on it, but uh, super excited to also uh, let you know about Osmo's NBA game plan live stream. Have you caught it today? Osmo went over, Alex Baker himself went over a couple of the intricacies of late swap and some of the things that uh, some of the things that he does as the top player in the entire world. Uh, it is priceless to be able to uh, to jump in and watch some of his takes and some of the mistakes that he feels like he makes on a daily basis too we we all have holes and leaks in our games in our games we can always look to get better and Osimo's NBA game game plan live stream gives you the best opportunity to be successful and quit guessing and start winning so now with that out of the way on to power forward we go uh Christian Wood 8800 with the entire infantry back with DeMarcus Cousins at center uh and then John Wall, Eric Gordon and of course James Harden. So 8800. However, Christian Wood has absolutely been going bonkers for the last couple for the last two games. Uh, a little bit capped at 36 minutes and and 40.1 FanDuel points with the blowout in Denver, but uh still somebody that obviously has a ceiling. So uh, curious what those minutes will end up being with everybody back. But 8,800 for him. Zion Williamson, uh, 8,300 on FanDuel. And then Julius Randle, who has just taken his game to another level. Uh, I saw something earlier on, on Twitter from somebody that uh, he was like third or third in the league in, in passes. And he's got just an unbelievable amount of usage that's coming his way in, in New York and has really looked like their best player early out of the gate here, which Julius Randle being the best player on a NBA team is pretty terrifying. But uh, there's no doubt that he is playing fantastic basketball. So somebody that should be very, very popular tomorrow. Who are you looking for, uh, looking at playing up in this upper edge of power forward on both DraftKings and FanDuel? Yeah, I do think Christian Wood is too expensive at 8,800. And I prefer uh, going down to Zion Williamson um, at 8,300 and Julius Randle at 8,000. I like those options better. And then, Siakam's at 7,400. We know an upside's there in Siakam. I also taking uh, some value shots at Marvin Bagley, who I played last time out, and his price dropped. He started off the game great, and then he could just didn't see the minutes as uh, Sacramento ended up blowing out Denver there, and he just didn't get additional run. So I, I like taking shots at Bagley. Other options on DK that I, I'm considering, Bagley once again. Uh, keep an eye on Al Horford. I know people have been mentioning quite a bit but he's only played 29 minutes each time out. But if Al Horford can get you 30-plus fantasy points, 6,100 seems like a good floor play for Al Horford. I like going to Zion Williamson at $7,900 over there. That's pretty solid. But outside of that, no one else really stands out to me. Uh, as we take a look right now, obviously we got to wait on some news. 
You can find all the news at Awesome NBA, the Twitter handle. Make sure to follow that account. Awesome. Yeah, I don't really know if I have anything to add down there. Uh, Marvin Bagley's looked better of late, 5,300 on DraftKings. Uh, didn't necessarily get uh, any big minutes there against Denver in their last time out. Uh, but Sacramento's been playing decent enough basketball. Uh, they're 3-1 and one right out of the gate. We don't look at records too often uh, from a DFS perspective, but uh, but Sacramento's been playing decent enough ball, and Marvin Bagley's somebody that at 5,100 on FanDuel could still spike an upside. So we'll just get ourselves moving on to center and wrap up the day. So uh, looking at the top tier on FanDuel, we'll start over there on this on this one. We've got 7,700 Rudy Gobert, who's the most expensive center on the slate. Uh, so so pretty low cap in terms of the salary over there on FanDuel. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, as we move down to 7,100. DeMarcus Cousins, the ultimate X-Factor at 6,500. Uh, curious to see what those minutes are with a splitting time with Christian Wood or if they're going to be able to share the floor together at any point. What do you think about those top guys? And then uh, anything about Chris Boucher as well, 5,900, who showed a ceiling the, uh, two games ago and then only saw four minutes last game, which was heartbreaking to me. Uh, what do you think about this top tier? Yeah, uh, I'm going to like Gobert just because at 7,700, it's not too expensive. He's playing against Phoenix. He's done okay in this matchup in the past. Uh, he's gone over 40 fantasy points a handful of times against Phoenix. I like that matchup quite a bit. I, I don't mind the opposite side of things in DeAndre Ayton. He's kind of started the season slow. 7,100 DeAndre Ayton, I do expect an upside there. I expect him and Chris Paul to get on the same page. Last game was a blowout, so I like Ayton at 7,100. Mitchell Robinson's only 5,200. We know Robinson's upside if he avoids foul trouble is there. He played 32 minutes last time out. I'm going to take 32 minutes of Mitchell Robinson anytime when he's playing at 5,200. Marcus Cousins is obviously uh, – it's going to be tough to see what Houston rolls out with their game plan in the sense when all these guys are pretty much their offensive uh, cast is fully loaded, Wall's there, Harden's there, Christian Wood's there, and Cousins is there. We'll see how much time they all uh, uh, share the court together, how much it's staggered and whatnot. But it's against Sacramento, and Marcus Cousins uh, has played against Sacramento a handful of times since he was traded there. And back when he was at New Orleans, he put up some monster numbers versus Sacramento. Maybe – he plays with another chip on the shoulder, but it, it's been some time. So I do expect that revenge in him to tone it down. But Boogie seems like one of those guys who keeps revenge in him within him for a long, long time. <laughs> Other options to consider in value, it's rough down there in FanDuel. So I expect to pay up in that position. On DraftKings, it's pretty uh, rough too. You can play Embiid at 10K. Yeah, Embiid is a huge play. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Who, who else stands out to you on DK? Yeah, DK, I think having a couple of those power forwards be eligible to, to split over there uh, makes some sense. I think taking some shots over on some of those upper guys like Zion and Randall and being able to incorporate that into your builds and maybe playing three point guards makes a lot of sense on this slate, mainly because if you're playing center, you're going to be kind of rotating the same center plays as everybody else uh, between Embiid, Vooch, Gobert, Ayton. Uh, and maybe 7,300 is actually a low enough tag uh, to take some shots on Christian Wood, too. I'm curious what his ownership is going to come in at and what his popularity is going to be. But uh, for for terms of in terms of being able to get different in a, in a large field tournament, uh, I might be looking at playing one of the power forwards there and trying to get different elsewhere uh, by playing three-point guards, three shooting guards, doing something to, to kind of diversify there. Any last thoughts that you really have on the slate or at center specifically? Yeah, it's a uh, 
right now with not much news and not much value opening up, and it's going to be an interesting slate to see what ownership comes up at. So make sure to take advantage of the 2021 promo. So you get access to all the tools and help you build powerful lineups that take you to the top. Um, that's all I really have to say. It's important to keep an eye on news as it is always, and especially tomorrow. Yeah, that's great. I, I can't wait to have this year over with, but I also can't wait to have one more day of NBA DFS in it. It's been, it was a great grace to have uh, in the middle of the bubble season and coming into this year. And if you can on your way out, just make sure that you get down there to the bottom of the bar, uh, click the like button, uh, subscribe to the channel, and uh, just uh, help us out to be able to close out the year strong here at Osmo.com. So with that, I'm Eric. He's Ryan. We'll see you later.